Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. Oh, it's so nice to have you back. It's Monday at 1 p.m. So I have a confession. We're just going to kick off the potty episode with a confession. So for those of you who have been around, around here for a while, uh, you know, or you might not know, but you might not even remember, really. Uh, you might recall that I shared with you that I'm trying a new thing this year when it comes to my schedule and my rest and my business. Uh, and that is that I'm taking the last three days off of each month. So that came from my business coach when we did, uh, when we planned out uh the first six months of our year for our business, I have marked off the last three days of each month for the entire year to rest uh, before we kick off a new month inside of Warrior School. But my confession is, is that I've been working all day. It's um, Monday the 30th. And I did have quite a few podcast episodes in front of this one to put up, but the topic that we're going to talk about today came up a lot on my momentum calls with my warriors. So each month, uh, my warrior women book their momentum call, and it's a one-on-one -on -one call where we work through any current challenges or obstacles. Uh, we work through their training, anything around you know helping them continue to create momentum in their practice. So the topic that we're going to talk about today came up quite a few times. And it's a bit of a passion topic of mine and something that I have a lot of experience in. So I'm really excited to talk to you about it today. But yeah, my confession is, is that I shouldn't be working today, but I am. <laughs> I spent all morning inside of Warrior School, uh, giving my Warriors feedback, watching really cool training videos um, and doing some programming, which to be honest, you know, it is one of my favorite things to do. And if I'm going to break my boundary or my rule, it's going to be with something that fills me up, that I'm really passionate about. So I get excited, you know, every day when I get to go inside my school and, and watch these women train and read their notes and it's epic. Uh, but yes, I, I have been working this morning um, after I took Hank for a walk and then I've just been doing a little bit of planning work around some really cool stuff that's happening inside Warrior School this month. Uh, we've got a really cool focus for our live online classes. We've got our monthly internal event. I'm doing a really cool workshop on uh, hip mobility and stability and so much more. So I've just been planning out the month ahead for June inside Warrior School, which also excites me, uh, which is why I broke my boundary. I'm on a rest day from training. I am very sore and my nervous system is quite tired. I actually slept 10 hours. I slept till 7.30 this morning. Hank and I were still in bed. Poor Carson has to get up at 10 to 5 on Monday mornings to go and coach at 5.30. So uh, he just came home before and he's like, how long did you and Hank sleep till... <laughs> And I said, 7.30. So my body needed the rest. So I slept um, till 7.30 a.m. 
what I'm doing right now with my training schedule is I'm training five days a week. Uh, I'm doing two days on, one day off. And that works really well for me because the two days that I train are hit with such high intensity. Like I train so hard for two hours in that session. There's a lot of intensity, a lot of volume, a lot of load uh, that I'm pushing or pulling or or doing. Um, And so what my body tolerates really well and for my recovery and my uh, progress is two days on, one day off. So I... um, I've just come off two days, which was one was a lower body day. And then I just did my upper body day yesterday and I'll take a rest today and then I'll do a lower body session tomorrow. So I'm doing three lower body sessions, two upper body sessions, five days a week. Uh, My sessions are are about two hours long and they're intense. So I'm in a strength phase, like a pure strength phase. I'm doing a lot of work with the barbell and I haven't done this for, I think it's it's probably over five years since I stopped Olympic weightlifting. I haven't done like pure strength, like really heavy lifting in a really long time. So it's pretty tough. It's pretty hard on my body. Um, And yes, I'm starting more conservatively you know, with my numbers and my intensity, my load, my volume. Uh, But yeah, it's hard. Um, And I'm working on, you know, a few really cool projects. I'm building my squat up, uh, which is a very fun project because I haven't done a lot of heavy squatting since I was Olympic weightlifting. Uh, So heavy squatting a few times a week, which is very fun. It's super fun when squatting feels good. Um, when, you know, the movement pattern feels good. And, and yeah, we'll talk a little bit about this today when we talk about how do we overcome the fear of adding weight to the bar. I'm also working on my sumo deadlift and building that up, uh, which is very fun. The sumo deadlift is really quite a hard movement for me. I have extremely flexible hamstrings and adductors. And so to create the right amount of tension, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky thing, but I'm enjoying uh, building that up. I'm also working on my snatch grip deadlift. So quite a bit of pulling off the floor, which is it's intense on the old nervous system. And then a lot of leg accessory work, uh, playing around with some of the really cool equipment at the gym that I'm at right now. And then my upper body stuff, I'm building my rope pull-up. Uh, working on my elbow and doing a little bit of upper body bodybuilding, which is very fun. Uh, So I get asked often, like, you know, how often should I train? Uh, And I'm going to do a podcast episode on that. And I'll share with you what we do inside Warrior School and why I structure it that way. But today we're not going to talk about that. Uh, In the episode today, I want to talk about how to overcome the fear we feel around adding weight to the bar or lifting heavier. So we're going to talk a bit about the mindset around lifting heavy weights. And I'll also share a key checklist you can use to help you decide if you should go up in weight. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body 
and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. momentum calls last week uh, we spoke a lot about fear of adding weight or going heavier in movements so a lot of women in warrior school who have been with me for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 months now are at this place where they've built their foundation and they're adding weight to the bar um, or we have started to use the bar in their training so a lot of them are squatting, pressing, deadlifting. And what came up a lot last week was this fear around adding weight to the bar. Uh, we could also say, you know, if you haven't started to add weight yet in your training, it could be a fear of starting to add weight. Like you don't feel confident to add weight. So either one, uh, you know, will work for, for our conversation today. So I was telling them, you know, a lot of the women that we were having this conversation around fear, I was sharing with them that there are two movements in training that make me nervous, like actually like physically nervous. You know, the feeling that you get inside before maybe you're going to step on stage to give a speech um, or maybe ask someone out on a date uh, that the butterfly feeling, the nervous feeling in your tummy, there's two movements that I do and have done and that have always made me really nervous. Now, I'm not afraid, like there's, I'm, there's not a, a big fear piece um, and, you know, I'm sharing this with you because I, I want to help, like, differentiate them. Uh, there, I think there's some stuff we can do in our training that might give us this nervous feeling, and then there is stuff that we can do that we are truly afraid of, uh, and that fear can really hold us back. Uh, okay, so the two movements for me that actually make me nervous that I have to like psych myself up for are really heavy front squats and rope climbs, especially rope climbs um, on a rope that is really uh, long, like in a big gym space. Uh, for those of you who have seen uh, my Instagram and there is a video of me doing a rope climb and the rope is so high and now I don't have the strength yet to get that high, but rope climbs make me nervous because they're really hard, especially on a high rope. Uh, and then heavy front squats. And heavy front squats have always 
made me really nervous because they're so hard, uh, especially, uh, you know, when I was lifting and I was front squatting a lot because when we do a clean, a clean and jerk is essentially where we pull it off the floor and then it, we come into a front squat and then we stand it up before we jerk it or press it over our head. So I would do a lot of heavy front squats and, you know, the weight is on the front of you. It's very demanding on your shoulders. Uh, it's very demanding on your T-spine, so your thoracic spine, so that midsection of your back, like behind your bra strap. And they're, they're pretty scary when you do, like, heavy front squats. I remember a time when we were doing a squat cycle and we had to work to a 10RM uh, front squat, pretty heavy. And then each week we would reduce it by two. So the next week would be eight and then six. And I just remember having to psych myself up and the, the nervousness, like the nerves in my tummy before you step up to the bar to do the set because you know how effing hard it's going to be. Same as when I sit on the floor and I grab that rope and I'm just about to start that rope climb and I know how hard it's going to be. It makes me nervous. So there's stuff that we can do in our training that can make us feel a little nervous. Uh, and now this nervousness um, for me doesn't come from a place of like, I think I'm going to hurt myself or injure myself. And I know that because I've spent 10 years building a foundation I know that because my body's structurally balanced. I know that because I have worked really hard on my mobility, my flexibility, my stability. My tendons, my ligaments, my joints are really strong. So this nervousness, uh, before I step up to uh, the bar to do a heavy front squat, doesn't come from a fear of injury. It doesn't even really come from a fear of not being able to do it because I know... You know, I, if I follow a good program, I've done the work, uh, I know what I'm doing is the right thing to do for me right now for my training. So it's not so much stepping up to the bar and being afraid that I won't be able to do it. It's just an anxious feeling about how hard I have to work, like how hard it's actually going to be. And I'm not sure if any of you have experienced that. If you have, I'd love to hear your story or I'd actually would love to hear what exercise or movement makes you like nervous. <laughs> uh, and then we have fear, like we are afraid to add weight to the bar uh, and we're afraid because we may not be able to do it. Uh, or we're afraid because potentially we could injure ourselves. So these two things are very different and it's really important to highlight that. So how do we, you know, overcome this fear of adding weight to the bar or lifting heavy? You know, why do we even have this fear? I think that's a great place to start. You know, what are we afraid of if we think about starting to add weights to our training or adding more weight to the bar or lifting heavier. 
you know, where is this fear coming from? Why are we afraid? And so what I have found and what I've experienced myself is that we're afraid that we might injure ourselves, especially if we have had an injury in the past. Uh, And even more so if the thing that we're doing maybe is the way that we injured ourselves or a part of it. Yeah, it's not or it's not just the, the movement um, that's the problem. Yeah, it's that we didn't have a foundation. We weren't structurally balanced. Maybe we didn't create the right tension. Maybe we weren't recovered well enough. Um, you know, there's, there's um, multiple parts to injuring ourselves uh, in a movement. So it could be that we're actually afraid of injuring ourselves or hurting ourselves. Uh, And a big one for me, when I was Olympic weightlifting, I would be afraid to go up in weight because I was afraid that I couldn't do it or it wouldn't be perfect. So when I was competing, I was one of the littlest uh, lifters in my in my weight category. I think the last time I competed was in the Australian Open, uh, and that was at in the end of 2015. And I weighed in at like 63 kilos, I think, um, in the 60. What was it? The 65 or 66 weight kilo class. Anyway. I, I came in quite small and I was always the smallest uh, in my weight category. All the other women in there were, you know, at the top end of the weight category and a lot stronger than I was. But I was always the prettiest lifter, the one with the best technique. And that's how I identified myself. You know, that's how I based my self-worth. I knew that I was never going to be, you know, when I stepped onto the platform, there were girls in there that were, have been, had been doing it for so much longer than myself and that were way stronger and a lot bigger than me. But I was the prettiest lifter. You know, when I got on the platform and on the stage and when people saw me lift, it was beautiful and graceful. Um, from a technical standpoint. So I started to identify as the pretty lifter, but that held me back in my training um, a lot. Uh, it was paralyzing sometimes that we would be in barbell club in the session and I would get this fear of adding weight to the bar because I knew that that might change the lift technically. Or it, it wouldn't look as good as I wanted it to look. And that became a real block for me. Also, mine was a little bit around injury as well uh, because of my back injury. Although I knew I had done the work, when you're right up the end at that like top end, you know, you're right at your 1RM or you're going for a new PB, so a new PR. For me, it was really hard. Now, some I know of a lot of athletes, a lot of people, even a lot of women that, you know, can step up to a bar and just have so much like grit and determination and they just like go for it. Uh, And fear is not a big thing for them. 
But for me, when I was lifting, it was a huge thing. I was, you know, really afraid to add weight to the bar. I was a little bit of a, a little bit afraid of getting injured. Uh, but I was mostly afraid that it wasn't going to be perfect um, from a technical perspective. You know, that it would, and this, you know, it sounds kind of silly, but for me, it was like, no, I need people to see when I lift that it's technically beautiful, that I am the pretty lifter. And so I don't want to add weight to the bar, you know, if it's not going to look that way. And when we're up at that high end, you know, there is going to be some technical breakdown, you know, and I know that, yeah. I knew that, but it, it very much stopped me. And I had to do a lot of work around that. And it took me stepping away from Olympic weightlifting to, to learn that and to lean into the fact that, you know, when we're working pure strength, um, we're lifting heavy loads. It's not always going to be technically perfect. Uh, and we'll go through a key checklist that you can use to help you decide if, sh if you should go up in weight uh, later in the episode. So fear of injury and hurting ourselves and then a fear of not being able to do it are probably the two biggest fears that we need to overcome uh, when looking to start to add weight to our training or adding weight to the bar and lifting heavy. And you might have... Uh, another fear, you know, and I'd love to hear if there is another fear that you need to really work through uh, and overcome to help you lift weights with confidence, let me know. Uh, of course, I always, you know, I always want to know uh, what's going on for you and your training. But for the Women in Warrior School, those are two of the biggest fears. And for me and my practice, they held me back for a long time. And I think, you know, we uh, had our training mastery day this month inside of Warrior School where we went through weightlifting, key lifts, and how to execute them with confidence. And we did a lot of stuff uh, around mindset the mindset of training and lifting weights. And one of the things that I shared with the women in the session was around that the longer that you're in the practice, so, you know, I'm 12 years deep into the practice now. And I shared a couple of stories with them around, you know, when I uh, was Olympic weightlifting and I had some injuries. Now, I wasn't injured because I wasn't doing it correctly or I didn't have a coach or I wasn't, you know, I had an amazing coach. We built such an amazing foundation when I rehabbed my back for a good 12 to 18 months. And then he started to teach me how to Olympic weightlift. But I trained a lot, like three or four hours a day, you know, six days a week. And a lot of my program was... Uh, still on my foundation, looking after my body, mobility, flexibility, stability work. Uh, you know, my technical execution, uh, like I just said, was very good. And, but still injuries came up 
you know, I had a wrist problem, you know, an ankle problem, a knee problem. And when they first started to come up when I was Olympic weightlifting, they were really hard for me. And they were hard because I was the weak, broken girl who was flat on her back on the floor, unable to get up and pick up a 20 kilo bar. And now I was a strong girl, confident. I had trust in my body again, or so I thought I had trusted my body. And we're going to talk about this. Uh, And I was Olympic weightlifting, you know, I was training a lot. And so I was so scared to go back to being that girl and not being able to train in the way that I could now train at the volume, at the intensity, at the consistency that I was, that I would hold myself back out of fear of potentially, you know, um, irritating my back or uh, injuring myself because I could not not train. I could not not lift anymore. Uh, because of that, that journey and that story from being this weak, broken girl to now this very capable, strong girl or athlete. So when uh, these initial injuries started to pop up, I didn't deal with them very well at all. Uh, for a long time, you know, I tried to ignore them and just push through, even though we were doing the work, you know, my coach would put a lot of rehab work in and we would make, you know, so for example, my wrist uh, at one point was getting really sore and that was just from the load of lifting and snatching. And so the project was to strengthen up my wrist and to, to do a lot of wrist work. And I did the work, uh, you know, I did the projects and we focused on it, but that came with friction, you know, this um, friction around, not being able to lift as much or lift as heavy as I could before the wrist. And I went into, you know, fixing the wrist with just a lot of friction and and resentment. And, you know, I wasn't always a pleasure to coach in my early Olympic lifting days because this fear of not being able to do the thing that I wanted to do and lift the weight that I wanted to lift was really big sometimes for me. And so, you know, where I'm going with this story, it it totally has a point, uh, is that initially we're not very good at moving through the injury or the pain or the discomfort. We really just want to get back to what we were doing before. And it took me, you know, my big injury, which was when I subluxated my rib. So the head of the rib popped out uh, and I couldn't lift for five months. And, let you know, I couldn't even move freely without being in pain, let alone lift and train hard. And that's when, you know, my deep attachment to weightlifting surfaced and it was a very negative attachment. You know, I based my self-worth on the bar and how well I lifted, how much I lifted. That's who I was now. And now that I couldn't do it, I ended up in this very dark place, um, in this black hole. And I've spoken about it before on the podcast. And it took me stepping away from Olympic weightlifting to, you know, I thought I really need to work on this because it had been, you know, three or four years Uh, Olympic lifting and me having so much friction around, you know, being injured again or not being able to lift uh, that I knew I had to step away from it. 
because it was holding me back in the end. Uh, and so I did, I stepped away and I've done a lot of work over the last five years around if a sensation comes up or I have an injury. You know, when I'm talking about an injury, I'm not talking about like fully blowing out my knee or, you know, fully dislocating my shoulder. We're just talking about, you know, maybe a little micro tear in the in the tissue or maybe like some some joint or ligament aggravation. Uh, you know, I tore my meniscus a few years ago doing some aggressive type of stretch, uh, but I dealt with that with grace. And this is the place that I have gotten to now when I feel a sensation or I injure myself a little bit. You know, my coach always said, I try and injure myself a little bit every day. And I, and I really love that. And, you know, I push so hard in my training and I have that in the back of my mind. I just, it's okay if you injure yourself a little bit. One, I know how to rehab it and I know when's too much. Uh, but that no longer holds me back, this fear of injuring myself. And so there's two points I want to make to the story. Time and practice will help you build trust. You know, if when I was Olympic weightlifting, I would have said that I trusted my body. Uh, and I did trust it more than I did when I was flat on the floor. But I didn't truly understand what it meant to trust my body. And I really understood that in the last five or six years. What that means and what that means to me. Uh, and that has really helped with this fear of injury, like in all of my training now, I'm not afraid that I'm going to injure myself. I'm not afraid that I'm going to go backwards. I'm not even afraid that I won't be able to do the thing that I want to do. Like I'm okay with actually taking a break, taking a rest, pivoting, working on a new project that I need to work on. You know, the way I describe it to my warriors in warrior school, something will come up. You know, they'll have an elbow problem or a knee problem or their back will be flared up for some reason. Uh, and I say that it's just a project. You know, it's just a sensation. It's information. We just need to pivot the training a little bit to work on the project, to strengthen the weakness or the area. And then we can go back. You know, it's not backwards. We're just stepping laterally. And it took me a long time to learn that that it's not a backward step if we have to stop doing something in our training. It's a lateral side step and we need to take that because we need to look after the body. You know, if we want this body to carry us through life on our own terms, if we truly want to be strong and capable and resilient, what that means in our training is sometimes we've got to laterally step and we've got to do that to strengthen the body. And so when something comes up in your body, you know, if you have this fear of when it comes to going up in weight, if you're afraid that you're going to get injured, maybe, you know, it's a particular part of your body. So for a lot of women I work with, it's their back, you know, they're, they're drawn to me because of my backstory. And so a lot of women I work with have had chronic back pain, lower back pain, back and hip pain. Uh, and so the back is part of their story. And what I tell them is the back is just always going to be part of your story and part of your training. My back is always part of my story and my training. And I do extra work for it all of the time to look 
after it. And it's only over years and years and years of practice and training and lateral steps, which what felt like backward steps um, and rehab and managing myself and my back that I've learned, uh, you know, how to move through that fear. I hope this is making sense because <laughs> it's making sense in my mind, but I'm, you know, I really hope it's resonating with you. Uh, it takes time. You know, you have to be deep into the practice, years I'm talking, not months or weeks, to really overcome this fear of making the training harder or pushing harder. It can even be that, you know, so many women that I speak to and work with even have this fear of pushing themselves hard. And that fear has come from maybe they've pushed themselves hard before and then they created a lot of stress or they got injured or it didn't work for them. And then now, you know, we've built their foundation and we're stepping into this like next phase of their training, which is increasing the intensity of their training and adding weight. And they have a big fear around going back to how they were before. But the, the piece is, is like if you've spent the time building your foundation, if you've done the work, so women in warrior school spend the first six to nine months building that foundation, building their body from the ground up, there should be confidence and some trust in your body that you've done the work. You know, you've worked on uh, the mobility, the stability. We really work hard on the technical execution of movement patterns. We learn how to actually train and train well and train properly. That should give us the confidence to step up to the bar or to step up to weights and then lift, lift the, lift the bar, lift the weight. And so now, you know, in my training, we'll use that as an example, where I'm in this pure strength phase where I'm lifting a lot of load, I don't have a fear. You know, I don't have a fear that I'm going to injure myself uh, because I've, I'm 10, 12 years deep into my practice. I've got 12 years of foundation. Uh, I've got a very strong, mobile, flexible, stable body. You know, I know how to execute the lift technically very well. Uh, and I've done the work, you know, I've put in the time and the hours, you know, the thousands of hours of developing this squat pattern. So I step up to a bar now and I get nervous that it's going to be really hard and I have to work really hard, but I don't get scared. I'm going to injure my back. And I don't even, I'm not even afraid that it's not going to be technically perfect anymore. And so for you, if you're feeling this fear, the only way you can overcome it and really move through it is through time, time in the practice. Now, there are things that can definitely make it easier and help us. And those are having an amazing coach. So my coaches, my coach. You know, he really helped me move through that fear, especially in my early days when I was recovering from my back injury. He really supported me and led me through that, um, that fear because it can be really scary doing something when you've been in chronic pain or you've had an injury before. 
So having a coach can definitely help us. You know, a coach can lead us through. They've probably been there before or they've worked with hundreds of people, thousands of people that have been through a very similar experience as ourselves. You know, they can provide the plan, the strategy, the program to help us start to add weight to our training or to, you know, overcome the fear of adding more load to the bar. The second thing that I find really helpful is to have training partners and we can use them just for support. (laughs) We can also use them to actually help spot us. Uh, And of course, you need someone uh, with you who knows what they're doing, especially when it comes to spotting um, and spotting like a heavy squat. But that for me that really helps just knowing someone is there behind me. You know, they don't even have to touch me or touch the bar, but they're there uh, just in case, you know, if I need a spot. That really helps me overcome, you know, this fear or this anxiety that I have about stepping up to a heavy barbell. Now, you know, they can't help us with a lot of things. You know, they can't help us with really heavy deadlifts off the floor. Uh, But having them there to support us can, you know, to bring the energy, to bring the confidence, uh, to even bring that, you know, the the self-talk or the language can really help. Uh, So that's another thing that can really help you overcome the fear of adding weight to the bar is have someone there with you. Uh, And then the third thing that we can do is use the checklist. So there's like a key checklist that my women use in warrior school that can help them decide if they should go up in weight. So this checklist has three things on it. So if maybe you're training and you're thinking about adding weight, but you're a little bit afraid, or maybe you have added some weight to your training, but you're afraid to go up in weight, you know, you've reached. So for example, one of my women, she's, Uh, been stuck at squatting 95 pounds for a couple of weeks. Despite my encouragement, you know, my feedback, um, being on a momentum call together, she still has fear around squatting 100 pounds. Now, we got to do a session one-on-one together where I made her do it in the session. (laughs) Made her do it with love, okay? Not made her do it with like... I made her do it with love and she did it. Yeah, because I was there. I was coaching her through it. She had me watching her. She just had greater confidence than doing it on her own. And she did it. She rocked it. Uh, But I said to her, okay, well, you can use a checklist. And uh, this is what I use inside Warrior School. Number one, can you technically execute the movement? So we're going to use the squat, for example. So she was squatting 90 and 95 pounds technically well. How did we know that? Well, she filmed herself. So she watched herself on her video. She also sent it to me. So this is how I give all my warrior women feedback. So they send videos of themselves training and then I give them feedback. And so for the past few weeks, I had said technically, it looks really strong. It looks really good. Like I don't have any technical feedback for you. So the first one is, how's my technique? 
Is my technique good? Am I reaching the qualities and the standards that my coach or, you know, for my warrior women, they'll always say, okay, am I reaching the quality and the standards that Amy wants uh, in the movement? The second one is, do I have control? Am I stable? So for example, my warrior, if we look at her squat and she was squatting her 95 pounds, the thing that I'm looking for is, does she have control of the movement? Does she own the movement? Uh, is she stable in the movement? And if she, you know, she did. Yes, she had control. She owned the squat, basically. She owned it like a boss. Uh, she owned the squat. She had full control. You know, she was controlling the bar. The bar wasn't controlling her. She could do her tempo. She had a lot of stability in the movement. So that another green tick. Okay, go up in weight. Okay, uh, but before we go up in weight, we have our third one on the checklist. Do I still have my range of motion? Because I could have the technique, I could have the stability, but if I've gone up in weight and I cut my range in half, so now she's only squatting to parallel, well, then that would be like a, a cross. And we would want to pause on that and we would really want to try and build out her range because uh, that we would also build out her confidence as well. But she had the range. So she went to full depth, her full depth. And so she got a tick. So she got to tick off that checklist. She could technically execute the movement. She owned the movement. She had control. She could do her tempo. She was stable. And she had full range of motion. She should go up in weight. Now, when we say go up in weight, depending on what we're doing, I have um, a little bit of like a general rule for my women in warrior school, and that is go up by, you know, 2.5 kilos each week. Maybe even less if you need. Uh, the higher we get to our, like our, our max, our, our one RM, the smaller the jumps you want to make. So for example, when I was lifting and I was going to go for a PR, so a, a new PR, just like a personal record or a PB, personal best, the jump would be so small. You know, I might even just be putting one kilo plates or 0.5 kilo plates on each side. So the higher you get up, the smaller it's going to be. But for my women, I say, okay, try and go up 2.5 kilos total on your bar or around like five pounds each week and that is a pretty cool safe uh, weight increase so when we say go up in weight you know we don't want to jump too too high one we haven't prepped the nervous system you know we haven't earned the right to jump that high. We have to slowly work, and this is why I call it the long way home. If you want to build proper strength, you just got to do it slow. You got to chip away at it. So, and it could be even less for you. It could be just, I remember when I was lifting uh, and sometimes I would have to walk away from the bar and my coach would actually have to put the weights on the bar and then I would step up to the bar and I would lift it. I couldn't actually know how much was going on, depending on my mindset and my state. Uh, 
And that really worked. It worked for me for him to actually change my barbell and add the weight and me not know. Uh, and other times, you know, I could know and I could add weight. It, it depends on our state um, and how well training was going. So you can use that checklist uh, and that can really help you overcome the fear that you might feel around adding weight to your bar. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's all we'll talk about today. Uh, hopefully you found it helpful. And yeah, if you have any questions, as always, please reach out to me. Uh, if you found it helpful and there was a key takeaway, I'd love if you could tag me, share it. Uh, if you think of another warrior uh, who might be struggling with overcoming the fear of adding weight to her bar, please share it with her. Uh, if you've, if you've found it helpful, of course. Um, and just know that you're not alone. You know, it's totally normal to feel fear uh, around adding weight to your training, um, you know, adding weight to your bar, lifting heavy. But I can tell you that if you spend the time building your foundation, you know, spend the six, nine months, 12 months uh, building proper movement patterns, working on your mobility and stability, learning, you know, get someone to teach you how to actually lift properly, that you'll come into it with such greater confidence and trust and you'll be really excited to add weight. So all of my women now that are around that nine, 10 month mark, they're so excited to have a barbell in their hands. Like one of them got a barbell for Mother's Day. You know, a couple of them have just gone and bought barbells. They have barbells at home and they love holding it. They're excited to add the barbell into their training. But those women have worked really hard for the past six, nine months on building a foundation, on um, building trust and confidence with their body again. And now they get to do what I call like the fun part. Not saying that all the foundation work isn't fun. I think it is. But now they get to do the really cool part, which is adding weights, you know, holding a barbell, which I think is, it's really cool. Uh, you know, I was, I was talking to a friend the other day and I was just sharing about my squat work and just how cool I felt doing it. I just felt so strong. It was uh some of the heaviest weight I've squatted in forever, I think, for a long time. Uh, and I just, I just rocked it and I felt strong and confident. And I, you know, I just love that barbell. As you know, I have this beautiful love affair with her. So if you don't feel confident to add weight to the, your bar, I can help you. I can, I can help you. I can help you build your foundation. And I can teach you how to lift weights with confidence. And I can really help you overcome this fear of lifting heavy. You just have to check out Warrior School. I'll pop the link below. And, you know, if you like the feel and you really want to add weights to your training, you should join Warrior School. You should apply. Apply for Warrior School and, you know, if it's a great fit, you can come in and you can lift weights with all the other amazing women inside Warrior School. It's really cool to see. Okay, Warrior Woman, 
I'm going to go and have lunch now because I'm starving. I'm surprised you can't hear my belly rumble. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I am very grateful for you. And I will see you soon. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, warrior woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.